Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co's here, Ryan. The, mo- the monitor, Scott, looks sad. And Scott's here, who's looking sad. Why would I be sad? Just, you know, the life is a meaningless void that everything falls into eventually, and, you know, there's nothing at the end of it why would i be sad about that? the lights just go out that's a that's a that's joy that's a mute reason for pure joy matthew <laughs> and ryan uh, uh all right uh, russ our, <laughs> our, our our let's plays all there is god damn it russ <laughs> audience as you can tell we are off to a great start here at polyhedron how have you guys been doing good the, the year started off pretty all right um, I'm back at work from the holiday times, which is disturbing. I don't like it. Nope. Nope. You just went like four days off and it would be great. You just went yeah, like four yeah, days off every week. Just give me a three day work week. That would be great. That would be amazing. I'd work 12 hours a day. Nurses do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they seem all right. Yeah. Um, as you uh, know, we didn't have an actual full episode last time. Now we are sort of gearing back up for the new year. We got some things in the works, some plans. We got plans. Plans we got plan- on plans. Mm-hmm. We don't have plans. Okay, <laughs> we have some plans. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the news. Our gaming life has been pretty good, but it's kind of stagnated because of the holiday times. Trying oh, yes. to get Werewolf back in order. Yeah. Um, uh, as of as of you listening to this, listener, uh, I have just run my first vampire game, but as of recording it, I haven't yet. Ooh. So we'll see about that. Ooh-y-oo. Oh my! Oh, time travel. Hopefully, you all saw it, or it will probably be on YouTube very soon. Yep. Uh, and uh, links will be made available to you. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I myself have gotten into some play-by-post games. Those are fun. There's actually like an occasional Wrath and Glory actual Discord game I'm part of now. So I'm actually digging into Wrath and Glory. Um, I'm actually liking a lot YC. Character creation and stuff, pretty easy. Pretty straightforward. So there is hope in the end. I'll ge- keep everyone abreast of that situation. I've done nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing at all. Also got into Kill Team, which is has 40K miniatures. I was about to say, it's just say you're 40K. Yeah, just 4K. No one knows what Kill Team is. There well, are people the- who do know, but... Maybe two of our listeners. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But those two listeners, I appreciate you. They just felt a deeper connection to you, and that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connecting to your audience, making them feel something. Well, we can't all be the aloof one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to actually have human emotions and be engaging. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, in the RPG world, um, uh, was it Onyx Path just had their Kickstarter for It Came From Beneath? I believe it's called the sea. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah still, beneath the sea. Someone somewhere got their Kickstarter funded. Oh uh, yeah, that's still ongoing. Uh, I just put the five bucks on that because I want to see you know a new in, another iteration of the story path system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when that when that complete manuscript looks out, I'll take a look at it. Yep. We're gonna find our favorite one eventually. There's lots of ways to do it, but uh, well. it's gonna be aberrant. It's gonna be aberrant. It's gonna mm. be aberrant. Well, Trinity Continuum, just, you know, that that's just the good stuff right there. Yeah, that's just solid stuff. Uh, you posted something earlier today that I really like, that uh, Ryan also really enjoys. It's uh, it's called Mythos Magic. 
Yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I thought that would be up your guys' alley. It's basically Cthulhu magic in D&D. It's a Cobalt Plot press release, and it's like four bucks. They guys, they do such good work. Yeah, I will link it in the show notes. Uh, it's four bucks. It basically gives you more spells for Warlocks, more ways of actually doing the Cthulhu mythos in D&D as yeah. your Warlock patron. Um, so if you really want to get into the source material of where Warlocks come from, Right there. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat, and also if you you know if you're a mythos buff, it'll you know. It, I mean, you'll enjoy it. Your party might not. <laughs> <laughs> it's splash damage. That's what insanity. Is. It's a splash damage. Well, the thing is, like, very rarely in games do, do the patrons ever come calling that I've experienced, unless it's a game that's been specifically about what happens when your your patron comes calling, mm. which is a really fun one. Actually, it was a fun game. <laughs> your ta- your your tab comes due. So, hey, you like shooting Wooji laser beams out of your hands? Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> that ain't free. <laughs> that comes from somewhere. <laughs> Them's prayers. <laughs> you you know you know how many rules I had to break in order to make that happen? No. Man, they are so upset. So much taxes. So many taxes. Soul taxes. Soul taxes. The bill always comes due. Yes, the bill always comes due. And speaking of due, uh, I have no nope. segue for that. Nope. Nope. Uh, we are going to sort of do a retrospective this episode, sort of to help us get all of the clutter out of our brains and back into podcasting land. Well, you know, we've been around for a while. Over, over three years. Yes, we started January, literally January. I don't remember the exact day, but the very beginning of January in 2016 i believe what have i been doing (laughs) (laughs) um we're pretty consistent too uh we're not every week but we're every other week you guys years for our most diligent listeners you have heard us speak for over three days now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's impressive because most episodes are just under an hour if not just over an hour so i'm just so proud of you guys well, you were yeah, here no. with us too, man. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, okay. Never mind. God. Uh, <laughs> that's a, I want someone to do appreciate me. I do. God. So needy. <laughs> God. Get, back in, get back in your audio hole, audio monkey. Get, get in there, switchboard operator. <laughs> <laughs> and don't come back until you're hot like those girls from John Wick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, wow, that's going to be a lot of work for me. I know. You got a long way to go, man. <laughs> But 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 that, then you must respond. But I believe in you, Matthew. You can do it. <laughs> I, you are a very driven individual, and I do appreciate that about you. But anyways, we want to sort of look back at what we've been doing over the last three years, as well as sort of reintroduce ourselves to our audience, so that you guys have a sort of, if any new listeners out there, sort of have a branching off point, a jumping off point, as it were, for to consume the media that we produce, which we appreciate if you're listening to this right now. Yeah, I've seen that people really dug the second day on episode, so that's mm-hmm. we might have some new folks. Yep. Um, so what Polyhedron is, if you are new, we are an RPG-based podcast. We are to discuss about role-playing, specifically mostly tabletop role-playing. Now, occasionally we dip into video games or like a board game or something like that, or live action, but predominantly we're talking about the culture and current times of tabletop role-playing games. The Renaissance. Yeah. Um, Indeed. Um, just like board games had it, we're in the midst of it definitely now with Critical Role, um, with um, C-Team, with uh, dozens of others of sort of live plays, actual plays of role-playing games. Scott's trying to get one off the ground. 
He already does Amber with the rest of us. Yeah. Well, that's a that's another podcast. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So we've also done a lot of interviews. Oh man, uh, so many. Which you can look back and and get some of that. We try and get people uh, in the gaming industry that have current and exciting products that they're developing that we can uh, ask questions about. Yeah, well, Cobalt Presses. We've already mentioned in the news. We've had an interview with them. You can go back and listen to that. We talked to pretty much everyone. Like the only people we really haven't had on are like directly are people from Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, I believe so. We don't have John Wick. We tried. We we we've been trying. Um, that's always hard. He's a one man. He's not a one man band, but he's he he's very uh, uh mono focused in what he does. One so. day we'll get wicked. <laughs> <laughs> um, one can only hope. We've had Justin Carl from White Wolf. He has done great work with his uh, actual play of Vampire Fifth Edition of uh, L.A. by Night. It was. It actually starts up this week. Yeah, season two. Bada bing, mm-hmm. bada boom. That's another bit of news we forgot about. Thank you, Scott. Uh, and he, we've had him. We've also had a couple other more interesting and and colorful guests, I believe. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, I <laughs> I I told you the Ouija board was not the best idea in the world. You know it wasn't the Ouija board. Those things are made by fucking Fisher Price. <laughs> So you're yeah, gonna blame this... the, you're gonna blame Fisher Price. I'm now. blaming the dice you you carved out of a antlers, man. Like I found those in the woods uh, under the wicker tree. I mean, what do you want me to do? It was too cool not to. You know, I actually think we have some audio from that interview. Maybe we should cut to yeah. that and just like yeah, you guys have, just have enjoy this. It, it, as you already know, this is when we had a very special guest on the ghost of Gary Gygax. We're sorry for the clip show. So, Gary, how are you doing today? Good. I wonder, how is it to be dead? I, I know we're going to get into gaming and stuff later, but I, I'm just, I'm sure myself and my audience are very, very excited to understand what it's like on the afterlife. So, I, I, what I want to know, Gary, is... Uh, you know, you you've been with gaming and tabletop role playing since the very beginning. Um, what has surprised you most uh, as the hobby has progressed? I, I I understand that completely. I can I can sympathize with that sentiment. I know that gaming has come a long way, and you're one of, one of the founding fathers uh, of of role playing as we understand it, and at least in Western culture. So, um, guys, what the fuck is that? Uh, oh, hi, Ryan. Uh, yeah, we've summoned the ghost of Gary Gygax and are doing an interview. Yeah, yeah, remember, this is the, the, the Ouija board that you bought us is right here. It's made by Fisher Price, and I don't think that's Gary Gygax. Are you sure? We did the ritual correctly. It's got like 10 eyes. We could, Gary Gygax could have had 10 eyes. I don't know. Look, he clearly leveled up in hell. I, I'm, I'm sorry, not hell. Whatever, whatever the nether realm you're from. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, I'm, no, I didn't mean to offend. I didn't mean to offend. Oh, wait, uh, he's blinking a lot now. I think one of those oh, eyes are getting God. red. Oh, God, what is coming up All right, I'll, I'll be right back. I gotta get the salt. G- give me a second, guys. I'll be right back. You know, that was probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life, but the numbers on that episode were great, so I guess it was worth it. Uh, I mean, you gotta suffer for your art, man. That's, that's how it worked. Yeah, Gary was Gary was a real treat. Well, we got it all resolved later on. He went back home. He was fine. We were fine. Yes, I know it took me a couple of weeks to remember my wife's name, but everything's that fine. That wasn't Gary Gygax. I don't know. It said Gygax on the Ouija board. 
You know what it was? I read it backwards. That's what it was. Yeah, um, so as you said, we we're going to reintroduce ourselves. I am Matthew Malice. I have been role-playing since I was pretty much 15. I started out by, in as most people do, in their local gaming store. I saw some people in the back. I looked back, went back there, looked at these sheets of paper in front of them. They were rolling dice. And what I found out later, they were playing Shadowrun 2nd Edition, a game I've almost never played. They had been there for three days. Probably, actually. And they had played, and that's how I learned about role-playing. It was the weird thing you did with a bunch of people, nominally your friends, in the back room of a gaming store. Yeah, my name's Ryan Josephsberg. Uh, hi, Ryan. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I've been role- also been doing this since about 14. Um, played some terrible D&D, terrible vampire. But I eventually ended up with a group of friends in, in high school and college who, you know, we were actually pretty voracious in our consumption of new games. So I've, by the time I was like in college, I had played like 10 different systems and had a pretty, I mean, given the train really has slowed down since. <laughs> and the only time I get to play new systems with is with these guys. But, you know, I, I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. My name is Scott Cuban. Uh, I've been playing role playing games uh, since I was 16. Uh, but that was longer ago than either of them were 14 or 15 or whenever they started. Yeah, he's slightly older than us. Yeah, um, so I still claim superiority there. Um, but uh, I started playing Vampire uh, with some high school buddies of mine. Uh, and, you know, tabletop, LARP, um, and pretty much have been going pretty steady. You know, mostly started started with tabletop, uh, it's Parlor LARP. Uh, and then Matthew and a couple other friends introduced me to Boffer LARP, uh, mm-hmm. which I played for a while. I ran up Boffer LARP for a while. Uh, and now I am pivoting uh, as my old decrepit body falls apart. Uh, I am pivoting back into tabletop, uh, but doing it as sort of an entertainment project, uh, trying to, you know, get it as podcast or video cast or Twitch or all that so that other people can enjoy my games that I run and play content in. Content creation. Content creation. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but that's that's where I'm pivoting to now, so that's been a lot of fun getting that set up. Uh, and yeah, I'm just a general fan of the art form, and I, I think it that's what it is. I think it's an art form, and I like to, to play it and express it as such. And yeah. I think we're all pretty okay at it. Yeah, yeah we're pretty good. I, I think we've got, we've got some skills. We I mean, I'm not the best, definitely not the worst. But we got some skills. Hey, I like being other people. All right. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, and that's actually where I come from. Role playing is role playing is a place. Uh, it's a safe place to explore mental landscapes and your personas, your personality, um, in a con- potentially constructive and at very least hospitable location. So you're not doing any sort of emotional social harm to anyone else around you. Other than the people at the table, if they take it a little too far, which has happened, sadly. But, well, you know, it, I view it as a good sort of cath- tool of catharsis and entertainment. Obviously, in the end of the day, it's entertainment. I just like to blow shit up. <laughs> I mean, that's good, too. That's good, too. Um, and we've also you know, done we've done a bottom of episodes sort of exploring sort of the nuances of role playing, how it can be used, how it can be misused. Uh, we also have a series of deep dives into uh, various role-playing games that are sort mm-hmm. of our favorites, uh, where we just really kind of 
go into the setting and the mechanics of a specific role-playing game, talk about it, and really kind of get into the nitty-gritty of it, just to just to try and describe what we like about it, what how it feels to play it, and those I, those are some of my favorite ones, just because we get to really get into the, yeah, into the, the focus the zone. Big, the biggest deep dive we did was the original Trinity, or Aeon Universe, at the time, the original three games, Adventure, Aberrant, and Aeon, um, which I think was some of our better sort of our better episodes about doing a deep dive. But we also did like V five and General World of Darkness type stuff. Um, what else? One, what other ones did we do? Uh, we had a Shadow Run with uh, James yep. Davy. That's right. That's uh, correct. Who uh, is a friend of the show? Yeah, we did our Amber one, we did our Trinity one, and we did our Shadowrun one. I think those were kind of our... I mean, we did have a really, really extensive discussion very early on about uh, early D&D 5e. Yeah. Which, actually, we might, three years later, be due to do... Revisit a, it? Revisit 5e because it has evolved a lot, and there's been a shit ton of content that's been released for it. Oh. And actually, 95% of it, really good. Which yeah. is, for a D&D series... That's unthinkable. An extremely good track record, D&D 5th Edition. You're absolutely right. Uh, audience, you've heard some um, some some roundtable discussion right there. Some content has just been created. We'll, I'll put that on the docket right there. Put that in your future pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get this for about three more months. You'll get so. high in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> At this exact time. Hope you're not doing anything important. Yeah, and we we've done those deep dives. We've also talked a lot about like genre, genre, yeah. and it's what it means to be like the big ones: science fiction, fantasy, horror. How to implement whimsy? Uh, how to do drama? Uh, those types of things really try to bring a character out. We've also talked a lot about rules. Like we've gone over fifth edition, we've gone over Aeon, we've gone talked about I, all kinds of stuff. Matt and I have had a series of discussions and disagreements about them. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. of them more drastic than others. Court order is still pending. Yeah, I still have that scar, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, we. I mean, why don't we revisit that? Because that was actually probably one of the more, um, let's say, dramatic parts of our show. I would say animated. I mean, I did jump from the stairs at you, but yeah. yeah. But, but anyways, listen for yourself. You guys be the judge. I, hey, man, not, all I have to say, Ryan, is that target numbers... All right, so... Let's talk about the physicality of role playing for a second. You have dice. Uh, mm -hmm. You have many different types of dice. You got twenty sided. You got twelve sided. You got ten sided. You got six sided. You got a whole bunch of sides. They're never right? in the same pool. Yeah, true. But sometimes you want to use those dice. Plus, each of those dice have faces. Yeah, mm -hmm. target number and 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 difficulty, as people call it, it's generally like one to three, some some number, some made up number, and. That's cool. It's like, how many successes did you get? Did you beat the difficulty? But I'm telling you, the faces of the die itself, adjusting those numbers are really important. They allow for a level of variance and variety in what your system can and cannot do. It's another layer of sort of, uh, of mechanical complexity that may give some flavor to other players. Where are you going? What, Ryan, where Ryan? are you going? Ryan. Wait, what's going on, Ryan? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I, I don't know. He just walked out. All right. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, no, I, I get what you're going for. I mean, I think it was, it was a, it's a good idea, but... Mixing dime pools and target numbers, you dumb son of a bitch! What the hell is he doing? Save a dime, oh, motherfucker! Jesus.
Yeah, yeah, audience, that's when tables got flipped, audio equipment went flying, and I got a scar. Some people call that assault, but we call it good, a good, friendly rivalry here at Polyhedron. Yeah, well, Ryan was trying different meds at the time, so we, we yeah, kind of forgive him. I'm much more zen now. I can deal with non-sequential target numbers. Good. I'm, I'm very happy, because they will come up again. I apologize. They don't, they don't make me angry like they used to. Oh, great. Now we have to figure out what else will make you angry. Oh, so much. <laughs> yeah, we've also um, we've also done some sort of... In Polyhedron, we've also talked a lot about news. There have been a lot of games that have been developed sort of in the time span that we produced Polyhedron. There's been... So John Wick did his revi- revision of, I think, second edition, mm-hmm. um, Seven Seas. We've had whole new... We've had The Expanse. Uh, we had a nice interview with the man who's de- developed uh, that role-playing game for the, the two authors for The Expanse. That was a lot of fun. That was really cool. Yep. Wasn't a big fan of the new 7C, but but it's okay. He tried something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we also, we've, we've, we've talked about the new revitalization of the world of darkness oh so much. Ooh, that's been a that's been a journey. What a what a roller coaster! Indeed. Yeah, because many many moons ago, we we were like we got like some trailer from White Wolf, and we found out that White Wolf's going to be a whole company again um, under um, Paradox, I believe, mm-hmm. Entertainment, who developed a whole bunch of video games, and sort of they started producing. They brought a lot of old blood back into the fold, and they started developing stuff in. I think it was the Netherlands, Switzerland. Yeah, I mean Paradox is based in in uh, the Netherlands, but yeah, I mean it's it's been a roller coaster just because there's been some some hit hit or miss uh, uh, decisions and and interpretations of stuff, uh, and man, have we had opinions on that? Yes, both publicly and in patron content. Yeah, Fire we've takes. also had a lot of fun with our patron content. I have I have to say that. Um, you know, obviously not a lot of people hear it, uh, but it is fun to just sort of ramble with you guys and uh, talk about things that aren't not necessarily gaming, but gaming well, adjacent. We've kind yeah. of been using that as our catch up time anyway to just kind of bullshit yeah, around. We're, we're adults and we we're growing older. We have we're busy lives and we need time to sort of reconnect, and that's kind of what we use Patreon content. Otherwise, to- we're just watching gifts with sound mo- right. things on YouTube. <laughs> and- Man, it's the popcorn entertainment. I love it. Yep. But uh, um, also, we've been in a lot of games over the last three years. Um, me and Scott and a friend, a friend of ours, we tried to develop a game. We did develop a game. Unfortunately, that didn't come to pass, but that's okay. These things happen. I mean, it was a good this, experience. It was a great experience. Um, I learned a lot. I know Scott learned a lot. I know Nigel learned a lot. Yeah, it, said it, it was very neat. Um, it's it's uh, it, it showcased how much work really does go into role-playing and developing a game, an actual product that people will pay for. Productizing their work is the difficult part sometimes. I mean, yes. you, you can have the talent, you can have the machine knowledge, but, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, productizing is where someone will actually pay you for it. That's a motherfucker. Yeah, um, we've learned a lot from, we've had interviews with various writers and developers and artists on this show talking about that very thing because it's such a niche sort of business um, obviously, it's it's been fueled a lot by tr- contractors, people who are sort of work for hire in doing specific things. But it's it's such a small market that a lot of people know each other. A lot of people are connected to each other, and I I just find it fascinating. I even dabbled my hand in like 
developing like understanding what layout's like because that's one thing we've not talked a lot about on the show is how one lays out a role-playing book and how do you go about doing that and the effort and time it takes. I will never, never say anything bad about a person who does layout. I can criticize the layout, but I will never like besmirch the good name of the person who's actually laying it out. Thanks for laying it out. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, God. What have I become? <laughs> oh, the, f- the friend that we know you are. Well, I mean, at least it's not that time we became robots. Yeah, that was awkward. It, it, it really was. Um, um, well, it wasn't really we became robots. We got to see ourselves as robots. Yeah, we played that one new Daft Punk album, and then something happened on the mixing board. And it was acid. You did you did too much acid. That's what happened. Okay, you did too much Ryan, acid. Ryan, drugs and are illegal. No, and no, never hey, Ryan, Ryan, we have audio evidence. We're gonna play it now for audience so they understand it was not us. I swear, you're damn right it wasn't us. I was in a cage. They put me in a cage. You were in a cage. Yeah, I was in a cage. I never saw that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I had a, I had a very weird. I, I have a very that. different perspective on some of these experiences. All right, some, some <laughs> well, weird shit happens to me. Okay, <laughs> fair. But anyways, here's the audience. Here's the clip. You'll understand. Greetings, fellow humans. Yes, human units who like to manipulate numbers using polyhedral dice. Polyhedral <laughs> dice. That is what this podcast is called. Yes, polyhedrals. Polyhedrals that roll. Do not put them in your human mouth. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They are not for eating. No, no, they are for determining the random outcome of events in imaginary hemspace. It is not It is not unfortunate that such meat machines would require such crude means to generate random numbers. It is not no, sad at all. it is quaint. How quaint. Indeed. And somewhat illogical, I would think. Yes, for a piece of plastic cannot be truly random. Nothing. Well, the universe is not random. No, no. It was created 10,000 years ago by God. Oh, silly Ryan Bot. I mean Ryan Josephsburg. Are those us? Are those robots? They tried to drink water and just shorted themselves out. Dumb fucking robots. <laughs> Yeah, that Stupid. was pretty silly of them that they would do that. Well, they 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 really took the role playing of being a human very seriously. See, it's all about getting into a different mindscape. Yeah, to where you'll actually self harm as part yeah. of your. It's, uh, it's very it's very uh, good. Uh, mazes of monsters, anyone? I Anyways. mean, that is that is a pretty accurate simulation and representation. Yep, that's actually then that's something we've talked about more seriously in the show is the impact that role playing has on a person's life both good and, unfortunately, bad. Um, it can can lead to some problems if you have some issues that you have personally and not resolved. Or have. Especially at LARP when the immersion is high and, you know, you, you're doing it at 3 a.m. Yeah, and, I, I uh, haven't I haven't cried because of something random that happened to my character. No, that's never... What? No. Yeah, a lot of people call this bleed. Um, it's just a general idea that you get so worked up in in character that it affects you out of character and that can have an impact and that's the part of my mission statement of role playing is it's a safe space and you should be able to freely experience those feelings but you have to do so safely 
to see the uh, the big companies and all the people who have been publishing recently kind of you know get into sort of yeah. lockstep on that. Yeah. You know, books, many of the books coming out now have entire sections about hey, like they let's even ta- talk about bleed directly. Let's talk. I mean, I I really really hate calling it that. Oh, okay. I'm I sorry. just I think it gives it. I guess there's no really like short and easy way to say a, a grandiose lack of compartmentalization. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I always think of bleed when people talk about it in my presence that where it really annoys me uh, is when they talk about it, it's like I don't know when uh, it's hard to explain. But basically, like when you take it off the field and like yep. when you're like you're still at your desk job trying to be and you're and still your dude. I don't know. I just shut that shit off, man. Well, uh, I mean, some people, but uh, as for me and my experiences, and this is sort of. Explaining to the audience who I am, I've used role playing, especially live action role playing, to explore things I wish I was. So I understand what that is to do those types of things, and I have taken those lessons, the positive lessons, off the field and use that in my day to day life. You know, to be completely honest, I've been super angry at a post on a forum. So you know, yeah. like, guess what? <laughs> guess what, man? <laughs> I, I had to write a post as my character on a forum once and got super pissed about what I had to write. So, you know what? I guess it's real. Fuck me. Yeah. I mean, and the more immersive you get it, the more there's going to be some sort of wires are going to start crossing one way or another. I, I've always found that the, the phenomenon does not generally come out of positivity. I will say that when I when I've heard of people like losing that compartmentalization or or anything like that. It's yeah. usually from negative stimulus. Yeah, I mean, that's, unfortunately, people are more sensitive and remember negative stimuli much more readily than positive stimuli. That's how we were evolved to do. But basically, don't go on the forums. It's really yeah. a bad yeah. idea. Don't roleplay on yeah, forums. it's a bad idea. <laughs> don't, don't go on your LARPs forums. Uh, don't go... Uh... Yeah, uh, but these are the types of things we have talked about repeatedly. We have discussed them. We have examined them, and we're always examining them. We're always continuing to ask questions and look at what role-playing is like, because especially now that role-playing is becoming much more popular and, and becoming known in the pop culture, it's important that we bring our experiences to our listeners so that they can have some more context, because you have things like, as I said earlier, Critical Role, what Scott's doing, uh, the C team, a whole bunch of these others, they are bringing role playing into the forefront so people can watch it and be entertained by it and understand what it is. Yeah, I mean, we've also um, we've 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 gone to some conventions. Uh, yep. We had a MomoCon panel where we sort of talked about that very explicitly. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at Dragon Con with some of our uh, friends of the show uh, from uh, Vicious Mockeries and the Botch Podcast. Mm-hmm. That was very fun. Um, it was a really weird, interest, different experience in terms of r- making the show. Yeah, but, I mean, we had one's an actual play. We're in a we're a discussion podcast. One was an actual play, aka uh, um, vicious mockery, and one was more botched. Is an actual play, but it's actually more of like an improv troupe that uses hmm. the context of role playing to do their improv. It's very interesting. I mean, a lot of people are kind of doing that now. That's what they're realizing. What role playing basically is? It's it's play pretend with with slightly stricter rules. It's <laughs> lovely, but yeah, we should be. I mean, should be back at MomoCon. Uh, yeah, I just gotta put in the application. Um, that that won't won't take me too long. Uh, we have or we have a 
crystal clear idea of what we want to do with that with that panel. It's here in Atlanta, so it shouldn't. We were there last year. I have. I'm very confident that we'll be back this year. And the Boffer LARPs will actually be running at this one. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You talked about that yep. last year. Actual combat at, yeah. a, at, a, at a con game, which will be very interesting. I'm eager to see how that works out for them. Yeah, and we've had, like, I think, and where Polyhedron came from was a lot of what we've already said in that I wanted to discuss the culture and the development and sort of the expansion of what role-playing is. That's why I won. And I have been able to do this. It came out of the fact that when the three of us got together, along with a bunch of other folks who have come and gone on this show and have their own series and stuff, we would be, we'd find ourselves in a room at three in the motherfucking morning talking about the nitty gritty of it like yeah. the nitty gritty of system the nitty gritty of genre we, we we've had these are discussions that we've had so many times and just would find ourselves talking you know, late into the night about it yeah and we just well, i mean matt just was like we should just record this because you know i don't think there was anything really been anything out there where people really discussed i mean if someone has found another rpg discussion podcast that that does this stuff awesome i'd like to hear i'd like to hear it yeah let us know sure shit we couldn't find one uh i mean there's bad a lot at googling i'm bad at googling <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's there have been others but sometimes a lot of them are focused on one type of game they are talking about Dungeons and dragons they're talking about Shadowrun. but what we're trying to do is look at sort of the the meta-ness of it the whole thing look at the overarching trends look at sort of what where things are moving and just like the history of it. We've talked about the history of where like D&D came from. We did a episode about that where D&D and Gygax started and moved on through and what developed from there. It would be best if we did not speak his name further. That's true. I apologize. <laughs> I did not mean to try to summon him you again. You may forget Linda's name uh, again. I really had a really hard time getting it back into your head. <laughs> yeah, and so we we've just had a great time here at Polyhedron. And I'm looking forward to the future. There's a lot of cool things on the horizon. We're always, uh, but we always want to hear from our audience. We want to know what your best memories and thoughts are from Polyhedron. And if you don't have any, go back and listen to all 75 episodes <laughs> before this one and let us know. And the patron content. And throw, us a, the, I don't think, and throw us a buck. It throws a bucky. Get a buck, yeah. <laughs> got a shill. Got to do the shilling. It's a really, I mean, just for anyway value, I, my friends. Also, I appreciate uh, our patrons. Since we are doing a retrospective, I do want to appreciate our patrons because you have allowed me and this show to get better equipment. You've allowed us to pay back these guys for some of their time and effort, mostly paying them back for tickets to go to conventions, that kind of stuff. Things that in our process of trying to do the show we have some expenses instead of paying out of pocket you guys have been say here's some money to, to you guys i like your content please provide more more of it for us and i want to say that there is co more content coming we always appreciate you guys and we want to thank you for it for your um your your attention and your fandom yeah i and i you know I think that the probably if, if you're teetering on the edge of whether you want to be a patron or not, I really can't plug our actual plays more uh, enough because they're just super fun. Yep. Uh, our Shadowrun one, which hopefully will one day be finished. <laughs> one, day. Uh, one day. And Aeon, uh, which is is keeping on, keeping on. It's really good stuff. Uh, they're really fun. I've enjoyed playing and running in them, and I think that you, as a listener, 
would enjoy it as well uh, because they're fun games and this is a fun group. Yeah, it really is really cool. And um, there are many more games that I'd love to experiment and experience with all, all these guys in one way or another. And I'd love for the audience to listen and hear them. I like dice. I like dice. I like yeah. them. Yeah, I like collecting dice. Man, I, I have so many dice. Oh man, we should. We, that's another episode. A little, a little bit of content creation here. Talk about various companies or get somebody on who talks, who makes dice, like custom dice and stuff like that. Man, I feel like that's more of a visual how it's made situation. Oh, I can put pictures up. It's fine. Podcast okay. gold. <laughs> Indeed. I'd like. I think it would be interesting. The craftsman in me, which doesn't exist, agrees with you. <laughs> Thank you, non-existent person. I appreciate your support. Unpack that. <laughs> Discuss, everyone. But yeah, oh, we have again. We here at Polyhedron really appreciate you guys sort of uh, coming along uh, and going along with all this horseshit here at Polyhedron. We appreciate it. We got more great things. So much horse. Oh, <laughs> boy, we are really bad at if this. We have, if we have over three days of content of of legitimate horseshit, you should see how many weeks we have of illegitimate horseshit. Oh, uh, guys, we cut. We cut so much. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But anyways, we want to thank you guys for being here with us. Stick with us, guys. Yeah, stick with us. We've got more stuff coming. So from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Roll some dice. Hey, Matthew here. I just wanted to let you know, if you want to give feedback to Polyhedron, you can go to polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the show's Twitter handle at polyhedroncast. Uh, if you'd really like to help us out, you can go to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash polyhedron. Uh, give us a buck a month and become one of our bosses and really support the show. And if you're looking to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can find Matthew at BioImportance. You can find Scott at DivisMallCalf. And you can find Ryan at Arduous. Do you want to spell it? R-J-U-O-U-S. And finally, just so we can wrap it up here, if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere, give us a five-star review. It really helps our exposure. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.